What's up guys, my name is Sebastian, welcome back to another episode of Creator Podcast. If you're watching this on video, chances are you're watching it on the Kenya Entrepreneur channel, but if you're listening to it on a podcast platform, it's on Creator Podcast. Today I have a guest, her name is Barbara. Chances are, if you've met her or heard of her, chances are you've met her on Instagram, most likely the Reels, or on TikTok. She's an amazing content creator. We've had a bit of behind the scenes conversation and she was telling us how... What were you telling us earlier? I don't know. Anyway, the idea is, chances are most of you have seen her. For those of you who haven't, you're going to meet her here for the first time. I like reaching out to creators who I feel are doing an amazing job and she's one of those. She's a good actress and I like the skits that she puts together on her IG and TikTok. She has an amazing following, but I feel like you guys should also go and check out her content. Barbara, yes. Karibu Sana, Kenyan Entrepreneur channel on YouTube and Creator Podcast. Karibu Sana, for guys who don't know who you are, yeah. on the digital, as a creator, mm -hmm. how would you introduce yourself? Uh, well, my name is Barbara Nyambura, and I am an actress, uh, comedian, content creator, um, influencer. Um, yeah, just uh, doing a lot of things. Are you, are you comfortable? We want to show you comfortable. Uh, 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 Mate, uh, 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 na wale watu wanakujua kama a Kenyan citizen. Wanakujua kama nani? What name is on your ID? The same names, Barbara Nambura. Barbara. <laughs> yes. What was the was it the, the decision to use your original names mm -hmm. or your legal names yeah. as a content creator? Was that intentional? It was actually. Uh, I was a bit disturbed by it because, like, before I started, like, seriously getting into content, quite a number. So I was like, how, how, how will people like differentiate me from other the content are unique? So I, I tried coming up with different names, and I was like, ah, nah, I think I'll just go with my uh, names and yeah, I just decided to, to stick with that. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a good decision. Mm -hmm. I had Murugimuni on that chair you're sitting in, and she mentioned something when it comes to, for example, you want, if you want to apply for verification, yeah. they check out your content mm -hmm. and they also check out the name you're using. Mm -hmm. It makes it easier to get verified. Yeah. So the day you decide to do that, yeah. chances are you're going to have... Are you verified not on yet, Instagram or TikTok? Yet. Yeah, so you're gonna have an easier inning mm -hmm. when you apply because they're like, okay, she's been using this name. name. Her ID yeah. says the same thing. Mm -hmm. So and her content is good. So let's her let let's give her this yeah. blue check. Is that a blue check or a blue tick? Blue tick makes sense. Yes. What was the decision for you to say, okay, I'm gonna create content? Well, uh, to uh, to answer that question, I have to take you back to around take March. Us, of... Take us back. <laughs> to around uh, March. Not even much. Let's go back to 2016 uh, when I was still in campus. Yeah. Uh, there was this platform called Musically that is now TikTok. TikTok and yeah. I, 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 I was on it just having fun, lip syncing, you know, doing what people on Musically were doing at that time. I wasn't very consistent. Yeah. And so uh, afterwards, fast forward, I, I would post honestly like one video in like two years or something. So yeah. I wasn't very And even in 2016, guys were not necessarily thinking of that as a career. Exactly. So you post when you can. But like if a, you want, it was more of a, like a pastime. Like yeah. When you when you in campus, like you have class in Asia ten, your next class is at two. It's like okay, so already okay, let's do this musically thing. Yeah. So fast forward, fast forward, come March twenty twenty, right before the pandemic hit. Yeah. Um, I'm like, ah, 
what were these things that I used to do? Oh, I'm gonna TikTok, nee, 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 nee. so I just got the platform, uh, the TikTok platform. Yeah. And again, started doing the things that I was doing back then, just general lip sync, um, a little dancing here and there. And then pandemic hit, we were at home, working from home. Yeah. So I found myself with a lot of time. I was yeah. like, okay, so, hmm. What do I do? What do I do? You know, and uh, being someone who has been a creative for quite some time, I just decided, you know what, this could be a good platform to keep my creative side alive because we're not doing the other thespian, we're not doing theater shows, COVID has struck, people are home, so I'm like, okay, what do I do? So I just started creating content, pole, 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 and then I found myself gravitating towards issues that I found annoying as a Kenyan. Yeah. Like, I would wake up, see corruption, I'm like, I have to, I have to make a video about it. And then ideas just started coming to me on how to, to address these issues. And then with TikTok, you know, there's sounds, I'll listen to sounds and then get ideas. I'm like, oh, this would be good for this. And then things just started picking from there. And like, I was watching, looking at my audience feedback and my audience loved what I was doing. So I was like, oh, okay, this is the way we need to go. So I yeah. left the lip syncing, the dancing, now to start focusing on this new, I would say, niche that I'd found for myself. Yeah. And, you know, my content just evolved from there slowly, slowly to now, you know, the little comedy skits that we have <laughs> right now. So it's been... It's been like a two years. Yeah. Right now, yeah. If we rewind, 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 go back to campus. Look what so many. I was studying a Bachelor of Commerce mm. and with a major in marketing. Marketing. Yeah. And before that, Pangani high school, girls. Pangani girls, yeah. and then before that, Lepik Academy. Where is that? It's in Kaungawari. Kaungawari. Yeah. So you've been born and raised in Nairobi. Yes, I have. Oh, okay. Family of two. We just two. Two siblings, yes, both si sisters, sister. or you, you, sister. you have a brother, a sister, and all your family is in Nairobi. Yes. So you know what? When Nairobi, you live in Jarabasi, when you live in Lori. Well, you're here. We are That's here now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what in, from the content that you create, mm -hmm. if you look back to how you were raised or mm -hmm. how you grew up, mm -hmm. are you borrowing from that some uh, to elements from it? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I, I do get flashbacks of my childhood, and I'm like. Oh. Goodness me! <laughs> I'm like, I have to put this in a video and then, of course, extract the general stereotypes around African mothers and sprinkle a little yeah. aromat to yeah. make it, you know, yeah. uh, entertaining. Well, why do you think Kenyan mom kind of content, and all that is in quotes, tend to perform better? We see that with you, we see that with Flacco, mm -hmm. and there are a couple of other people who are trying to copy what you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. Why do you think Kenyan mom content performs better? Because it's relatable. Relatability, I think, is a huge factor for why they do it. When people see it, they, they, even when they look at my comments, oh my god, did you have my child? Were you, did we grow up in the same house? You're like, you have my childhood in your head? Yeah. Oh, what's the situation? Because people, and you know, for people who are like now adults, they, it feels very nostalgic to go back to those times mm -hmm. when, you know, Things, the way things were. When we were then. being terrorized, and the we name of being exactly. Kenyan love. And you see, like now the generation today, the way people ask with children, yeah. so to hear, there's no whoopings no more. So like whoopings, Zico, but at a reduced. Exactly, like now you have Gen Z people who are like, I have rights, not yeah. able to speak up things we never do. So it's a it's a good nostalgic um, uh, um, content thing. That makes people really, you know, yeah, connect with connect it. with it, and, and yeah. To be honest, when the content that made me know who you are, yeah, I think Edgar had posted something, mm -hmm. and then you created a reel around it, yeah, and 
he I think he reposted you. Mm-hmm. Okay, have I just outed myself that I follow him? <laughs> <laughs> but shame, I feel I feel like that is following. was that the content that blew up? That's the thing. I, I don't know if I can pin my blowing up to a particular video. I yeah. feel I feel like mine has been progressive and not mm. a one time yeah, viral yeah, yeah. moment. Like mm. I've had videos performing well throughout the course of my content career. Yeah. But I will not I cannot deny the traction that Edgar brought to my page. Yeah, Absolutely. Because yeah. like, I've realized with most content creators the ones who sort of make it are the ones who have a huge database of good content mm-hmm. so even when you have a shout out from mm-hmm. a big channel like mm-hmm. that when guys land on your page they discover the no. older content mm-hmm. so it becomes a thing of okay it's just a boost but mm-hmm. the content was good all along and it's what keeps fans there which yeah is, which because is now important. people follow when pe- people follow you and then the next two videos will determine if they'll stick around or exactly decide ones follow you yeah yeah Speaking of flukes, <laughs> have you had those as, as a content creator? In, in terms of you create a, a piece of content, it goes viral, and you're like, yo, sick one, sick one, and I Yes, yes, the, there's one that I did, the one about um, back in high school, the DH cutting. That's uh, the song that went viral also, no, you know, oh, yeah, and yeah. I did a thing around the DH captain uh, during Eid Pala High School yeah. when the Arsenal Muslims usually wanted to fist on oh, the and yeah. then like, the DH captain is like, you're not Muslim, and then you turn around and oh, you yeah. said I'm not and you have like the plate. Yeah. I think that, that I didn't expect that one to, because it has like over 600,000 views on TikTok. Whoa, I didn't that's expect, a huge number. It is, I didn't expect it to to. to do that. I hoped it would. I mean, we all post content yeah, hoping yeah, it will well. True. But when it actually does, it kind of catches you off that, like, oh, oh, oh. Okay, I didn't oh. see that coming. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> let's give it a break. You know, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that one, that one surprised me. Okay. Yeah. So, the one piece of conversation that I always like having mm-hmm. is about content and monetizing the content. Mm-hmm. What is your take first, even before we get into the full discussion? What is your take on content creators mm-hmm. and monetization of their content? Um, well, currently right now, most content creators monetize off their content from brand co- collaborations and partnering with brands. But I, I honestly would really love to see a point where, you know, we get to a point where creators actually get paid per video, per con- as per the content that they make, you know what I mean? And not just waiting for a brand. You know, if, if you have a creator that you like, is there a way you can like subscribe like what Edgar has done? Mm. Edgar is a bloody genius, I tell you. Yeah. The way he's he's monetized his content on Telegram, um, and you know had like a subscription kind of thing, and the way he controls, yeah. you know, the platform. You can't take screenshots. You can't forward your, the videos unless you record on another phone. So mm. it's so exclusive. You can't find his content anywhere else out there. Yeah. You know, I, I really hope we can have such for content creators as well because it's not every day you have brand partnerships and brand deals and those come like once in, in forever exactly yeah so to be able to make money off your content alone and not have to depend on brands would be a great thing so i'm hopeful I'm well when you say you want or you would hope for creators to be paid for every piece of content they mm-hmm. put out mm-hmm. Are you saying you want every time you post a reel, Instagram is like Shika Yamacho? Like how how it happens like on YouTube. You 
Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So when you post them, the whole uh, running ads and then being able to add from watch time and people watching ads on your platform, I yeah. think it would be a good thing to have on uh, across other because these platforms are making money from yeah. you know mm. us being on these platforms and posting our content on it. So mm. to have that kind of payment payment structure yeah. across our platform would be great. And I think they just need to open it more because I know Instagram has, has has it already. Because when you watch like uh, creators from the states, yeah. sometimes an ad comes before the reel. Really? Yeah. And what they they are saying right now is they are going to open it to more areas. Yeah. Uh, for them, the biggest market I think is India and the US. Mm -hmm. So they start they better test yeah. in those markets first before they open it to they the whole. They open it up. So that's, that's, that 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 would actually end with TikTok. Um, they have this like they call it creator fund, yeah. but it's only available in the Western countries. So. And the problem with creator fund on TikTok mm -hmm. is it's permanent. Mm -hmm. For example, they say we're gonna give a hundred million for creator mm -hmm. for this creator fund in yes. 2022. Yeah. So the more creators join the platform, and this uh, amount is given to us, yeah, to uh, so the more uh, you are, the lesser amount the, you, you make, you know. Mm -hmm. So. Even uh, the channel I watch on YouTube called Colin and Samir, mm -hmm. and they were saying if YouTube wants to take over that short form content mm -hmm. um, space, mm -hmm. they should double their creator fund. I know Snapchat also has it. Mm -hmm. I think it's called Snapchat Superstar or some Snap Snapchat something. Yeah. And what they do, Spotlight, Snapchat Spotlight. Mm -hmm. So you post content there. If it, if people view it yeah. on that specific yeah. platform of Spotlight, mm -hmm. then you get paid for it. But I like what you're saying that this platform need to open up this yeah. space. And I remember on our podcast that we uploaded the last the last episode that we uploaded, we were talking about how it's a challenge a challenge for creators who create podcast style of content because you record a hundred episodes, mm -hmm. you put them on SoundCloud, yeah. but you can't monetize Monetize that content. Monetize. So you have to go look for brands and tell them, look. I have one million streams. Exactly. I'm hoping I'll get a million in the next hundred episodes. <laughs> yeah. So give me money, and that okay. is a challenge in itself because exactly. most creators are not business people. Exactly. So if you tell them go sit down and write a proposal, it's a challenge. Exactly. I like that you're okay with the idea of creators making money. The challenge that people have, and I think we mentioned it earlier, mm -hmm. is the audience, especially in Kenya, for yeah. example, they're like, we on a leap on YouTube. What's your take on that? I mean, if you're enjoying content from someone, why is it so problematic to support them? You know, they put a lot of hours to make this content. I actually, this when I started trying to diversify and not just post like funny, funny content, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna show you how pretty this year. Yeah. And, <laughs> videos. and I, I post them, and people are like, no, you want go back people, to the, the one we want. The account, I'm like, are you paying for it? Like you're demanding for it, like as if you're paying me. This is content I'm giving you for free, and yeah. you're demanding. You're on my page, and you will consume what I post. That I post. Exactly, yeah. till you know. And I, 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 the topic of money, I've also been thinking about doing what Edgar has done, and mm. like you know what, if you want that kind of content, here is my my, my premium account. My premium account, pay for it, and that's why I'm going to post it. Open in and our pay is easily. This is a task. Exactly. <laughs> Do you, do, you, do you think creators are well researched when it comes to monetization? Because what Edgar is doing is not new. 
platforms like Patreon do that, mm. where you sign up and then you put people on a membership. So they pay X amount mm -hmm. every month, mm -hmm. or you can pay annually for guys to consume exclusive content. Mm -hmm. Do you think that the fault also lies with creators who only sit back and wait for Instagram to monetize their platform? Absolutely. I mean, as you said, creators are not business-minded people. Then they are creatives and they just want to create content and they just want to put good stuff out there. Yeah. Um, and I really do honestly think they are part of the, part of the problem. I feel like if they were business-minded and, you know, business savvy, they mm. would be part of the people that are championing for different, you know, a way to do things differently. Yeah. And not just having to depend on, you know, what's there. Exactly, what's there. So, yeah. uh, I don't know if it's something that can be fixed, because I mean, <laughs> if you're on YouTube, we just want to create content, we're just constantly thinking of good ideas and the next video and the next music and mm. the next what mm. to do. So, when it comes to the business side, it's like, and that's why you see corporates jumping in and taking advantage of artists because yeah. they don't know they don't know what to do. Like the mm. corporates see the value in yeah. what you're doing and they can see ways to make money. Mm. And they take your like if it's music, they take your master rights, they say we're gonna and then you pay a small amount on a full master, they go make millions from it. But mm. what what can you do as an artist? I saw the the parliament passed the a bill to give artists mm -hmm. a bigger share of Skiza tunes, for example, mm -hmm. uh, like content sold on digital platforms, the minimum you can pay an artist, I think, is 52% now. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, it's been under 10%. So that is a plus. Mm -hmm. The problem with that also is it's not a conversation that is happening for the first time. Mm -hmm. So people say this should happen. Yeah. And then the PRSPs and the service providers and all these digital platforms, yeah. they just keep doing business as usual because at the end of the day, no one is going to hold, hold them accountable. accountable. Yeah. Speaking of brand deals, there's a video that you po that you posted. I think it was a live, and you are talking. About, no, it was a video. You are talking about people who ask you about your hair, how it's healthy, what products you use, and you had the temptation to go and work with a brand <laughs> and say this brand is the brand that I've been using. So what informed the decision to say, you know, by the way, There's, we live in a society where everyone is just onto what's in it for me. Yeah. We're all about making money for ourselves and, and chasing what it is that we want without giving a two. Can I cast this? Yeah. Without giving two shits about. <laughs> about oh, that is the cast one you wanted to say. That <laughs> you wanted to say for yourself. <laughs> without giving two shits about, you know, about yeah. your neighbor, you know. And I had to sit down and be like, you know what, it's not going to be right for me yeah. to do that. Because yeah. what happens in the long run, people are going to buy these products and then they're going to come back and say, it didn't work for me. Yeah. You know? And then it's like, you lied. And then it's like, it's a whole scandal. I don't want to do that to people. So I feel like, and, and it's also really problematic to be honest, to be an honest person in this space mm -hmm. because, you know, I missed out on brand deals or to, to on opportunities to make money because of my honesty, but I feel like if you're upright, the universe will pay you back. You yeah. Know, if 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 you align yourself properly with you and you stand by your values, mm. it'll come back to you. It'll come back to you. And the right people and the right brands will, will approach you and you 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 un you un honestly and it will just come back to you. So 
it was a tough decision to make, but I had to I had to do it. I couldn't lie to people and say, oh, so this is the product that I use, and and this is you know the the, the, the hair that it gave me. Yeah. I couldn't. What if there was a okay and now I'm thinking because I've worked as an artist manager before yeah. and the thing will be like okay so how do we come up with a white line one that does not a hundred percent endorse the product mm. but also one that does not say it's this product that gave me this mm. how, how do you strike that balance because that that happens a lot people yeah. come up with white lines yeah. so that they're in that gray space of I can still get away with it yeah. I mean, can I, and this is another thing, if, if it's a product that I'm going to endorse for hair, let it be that, okay, it makes my hair feel good or it makes my hair moisturized or uh, it's giving me healthy hair, but to say it gives me long hair, yeah. I'm very particular about what I promote in terms of, you know, branding and branding and um, products, if it's specific to hair, it has to be very, the message it has to be very particular because even white lies are still lies mm -hmm. at the end of the day. And, and, and if it's a product, I have to use it mm. and test it for myself and make sure it's a good product. And I've honestly had a couple of people approach me and be like, can you promote this for us? This is, we have, there's one that said to me, oh, there's this platform that we have where you watch videos and you're paid. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And they were like, what's your rate card? We're willing to pay you. And I was like, Okay, you know what? Let me just go test it. What people are saying about it, then I will get back to you. And and they were so like, no, 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 it's fine. You just and they were so persistent. I was like, no, 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 and I just had to turn them down. And when I went to check the creators who promoted this product, a lot of people in the comments were like, this is a scam. It's mm. all our money. Then and I was like, oh, so it's like a network marketing scheme exactly. where they reward the top. Exactly. users of the platform or people who give them visibility exactly. and then now they use you as bait to lure your followers into as getting into a scammy business exactly as creators we have to be responsible we have to realize that we have a platform and we have people who listen to us mm. and when it comes to what we say there's a lot of people that are going to jump on what you say because they follow you and they love you and they're like they probably trust you enough to yeah. you know, jump on something you say is good because mm. Well, it's you. it's you, so you have to be careful what you tell people. You have to do your due diligence, mm. and if you love your audience enough, don't lie to them. Don't don't see them as just an avenue for money. You know. I, I like that you said that statement because we were having a discussion earlier, yeah. and what we were saying is a lot of creator platforms or influencer platforms that are coming into the market right now. When you look at their pitch deck. Creators and influencers are put there as tools, not as partners or as, you know, like businesses. They are put there as tools. Our platform will give you access to 100,000 creators. Come advertise with us. Okay. Why do I feel like I'm telling you <laughs> something, <laughs> something you haven't... Really? Like, there are so many creator and influencer platforms right yeah. now in the market, not just locally, even globally. Yeah. And they curate their content yeah. for businesses. So they're telling small businesses, look, we can help you market your product through influencers. Mm. So when you look at their pitch deck, in their mind, influencers are just things mm. that have a follow. Mm. They're like robots. Mm. They don't really think of influencers and creators mm. as businesses mm. and as people. Mm. What, what would you say? I like that you haven't had that context, and I would like to hear what you have to say about that. 
Yeah, there are agencies, but now they're digital platforms. Yeah. But when you look at it, their intention is, do you have followers? Then we can work with you. They don't care about how you're getting the followers and how you're even monetizing your content. Oh. All they care about is how many more people can you market this product, product to? to? I mean, I think, uh, now let me step aside, let me pull aside from being a content, let me know, be Barbara the marketer. Yeah. I think that that is just very... <laughs> um, I feel like as a marketer, you should be on their side. Well, not really, because again, when it comes to digital platforms, yeah. for me personally, I don't look at followers, I look at engagement. Mm. People buy followers all the time. You true, know? true. So what I'm looking at is, you can you can help, you can be some, to me, someone who has 10,000 followers, mm. but gets like 1,000, 2,000 likes on a post, yeah. is better off than someone who has 100,000 followers getting the same likes. Mm. So for me, engagement is important. I'm not just going to give you money to yeah. advertise for me because someone has followers. Mm. At the end of the day, I want a sale. I want there's something I want, there's a goal to me advertising with you, so what value are you offering me aside from a big following? Yeah. You know? So that, 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 that kind of um, business model mm. is problematic even for brands because you're going to waste money and you're not going to get a single sale from it. Mm. You know? mm. And with advertising, I feel like now to the consumer, yeah. there are more... This, Consumers that we have right now are very smart. They're intelligent consumers. They're not consumers who like Kitambo, where the whatever said, the brand says yeah, is, is gospel truth. Yeah. Nowadays, consumers are Miyamka and mm. they have options. Like yeah. if you're not doing right, I'll go to I'll simply go move to someone else. There's no getting brand loyalty. Mm. It's very very hard. So as a brand, you have to make yourself human, and you have to you have to not be at a guarded corporate yani abati unajona mkubwa sana too big for you know to mingle with the commoners yeah for lack of a better word mm. so with that in mind it would be better than to see okay this is my product this is this is these are the values that we that we have who can we who what influencer can we work with that aligns with our goals, that mm. aligns with our values, yeah. that is in the same niche that we, that the same space that we're at, and what's their engagement like? That is a better way of moving than going to these agencies that have a pool of creators and be like, this yeah. is the product we have, just post. Yeah. Someone is posting, they don't even, they have not used the product, they don't even know what the product is about, they don't know what the brand is about. What's the point? Yeah. You know, what's what's the point? So they're gonna be paid five K exactly. <laughs> after posting. Exactly. And all they've done is just make a post and they have zero engagement. Mm. Don't recoup your money and there's no purpose to it. So yeah. for me doing things with a purpose is very important. So in that sense then it would make more business sense to actually work with someone that aligns with the values and has engagement and not just followers. For for you as a content creator. Mm -hmm. What would be the ideal brand partnership that you feel like this makes sense to me? For me, it's important first of all that it has to be someone that's truthful and honest and ideal brand partnership. You can. If, you, if there are brands you want to work with, put it out there in the universe. Manifesting. Manifest. <laughs> um, no, in general, I think brands that 
valve one. Take care of the environment. So that will be the brand, the ideal brand that you want to work with, yeah. regardless of what brand it is, as long yeah. as it has yeah. those characteristics. characteristics. But in terms of engagement mm -hmm. and in terms of payment and in terms of how long you'd want the contract to be, how, how will that look like for you? Well, I can't dictate that because the brands are ones that know what their needs are at the time that yeah. they engage me. No, we are talking about the ideal. The ideal. Yeah. Because um, I feel like when creators don't have to worry about money, mm -hmm. they are more creative. True. If I know my, the, next, the next one year I'm taken care of, yeah. and I don't need to create content that looks a certain way so that I can keep chasing deals, yeah. it allows you to go back to, see like the way you say, when you, when you started, you were doing music content mm -hmm. on Musical.ly, mm -hmm. was it Musical.ly or Musical.ly? Jamin Wabusia, so kuna words in Tatamuka, Machamushi. Chini ya Machamushi. But I feel like when creators don't have to worry about money, mm -hmm. they're able to go back and ask themselves, mm -hmm. What do I love creating? Do I like sketches? Do I like music? Do I like... So for you, for you now this supposed brand that you want, yeah. contract your one year, mm. like how would you structure it out? Do you want payments done monthly? Do you want it as a lump sum payment? Uh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As long as they keep their word. Yeah, but most, most, most companies usually have like a 30 day invoice after invoice payment thing going on. I'm yet to oh, find. Oh, the LPO thingy. Yeah, I'm yet to find a brand that pays lump sum, especially it's a long term mm, agreement. Mm, yeah. Um, they usually break it down to monthly payment so that yeah. if you die in the middle of the contract, exactly. they don't lose their money. And plus, it's a lot of them. At least from my experience, tend to keep to have like a clause that says this is dependent on the engagement, the feedback that we get, and the performance of your posts. So yeah. it's not. Okay, that keeps you on your toes because mm -hmm. you know you have to create good content and give them engagement, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, most brands would just tell you, you know what, this is this will give you money. Go ahead and do what you want. They want mm. reporting and they, and they want numbers. Yeah. If they are paying you, they want numbers. Mm -hmm. When it comes to creators on TikTok, mostly TikTok, mm -hmm. I find that we have creator camps. Mm. These two other people are around. Chances are they are the ones who filmed that video. Mm. Do, you, do you find that as a clever way of doing it? Well, I think it is because. Um, networking with other creators is, is, a, is, a, is, a, great, is a good thing because you can get like followers from this person, mm, discovery, mm. you can get followers on your page from another creator's page. So yeah. working with creator, with other creators, I think is a, is a good thing. Mm, mm, it, it can expand your audience and expand your reach. Yeah. Um, but to have it as the only 
different. Yeah, people, people will do what they want to do at the end of the day. There's an audience that enjoys that. Kudos. Mm-hmm. Keep, them, keep them entertained. I'm not even talking from a perspective of creating content. Mm-hmm. It's usually their friends are other creators. Mm-hmm. So it limits their networking to corporate people. Mm-hmm. You know, like if the only people you network with are other creators, how then do you open your mind to, okay, I can change this on the, or this when it comes to my content and like, this is how I can monitor it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you keep hanging around the same people, mm-hmm. you keep talking about the same things. I feel like. Different if it works for them. If it works for them. Well and good. <laughs> yeah. What are some of the questions you hate being asked during interviews? So I can ask you. <laughs> <laughs> the generic questions that, that make point. you go like, ah, not again. You're putting me on the spot because then someone will interview me is going to be like, oh, damn, yeah. Well, let me turn that and say, I really love being asked about. Uh, giving advice and yeah. then that like a parting shot bit. Mm. Yeah, you have to be in it for it. Exactly, you have to be really patient. Sadly, ever that you blow up overnight, yeah. you really have to put in the work, you have to, and you have to be genuine about it. People get into it, they want fame. I, I, I once was with a creator, with someone who wants to create, and they were like, I want followers, I want fame, I want to be famous, I want everyone to me. I was like, what value are you bringing to the table? Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't just be famous for the sake of being famous. Yeah. So you have to, you have to bring value to the table, you have to be very patient. Mm. And, um, yeah, I can't believe it. I think the last question would be I am seeing a lot of creators mm-hmm. who are being offered opportunities on mainstream media. Kitambo, it used to be if, if, if you are on mainstream media, then it's easier for you to, when, to get followers when you are online. Right now, people work so hard to get followers online so that they can get approached by a mainstream media. Is that something you would be interested in? Like someone say, okay, Barbara, get to party a show in TV. Um, Would that be something you want to do? I mean, it sounds good. I get a TV show and stuff, but in mind, there's people who are studying journalism. What mm. happens to them? You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, giving, giving people audience, uh, like platforms like that, like being on stream, just because they are famous, it's problematic, man. Yeah. You know, there's people who are actually studying in school to be that. This, yeah. To be that. And just because I am famous, you give me that spot. I guess for them, yeah, you know, they, they want numbers. Yeah. It's if a they can, game. Yeah, if yeah. they can jump on your online following and convert it, exactly. that makes sense. Is it business wise, it makes sense. Yeah. Morally, man. <laughs> it's problematic. Yeah. Um, thank you, thank you very much for coming through. Kuna kitu unajisikia kusema na sijauliza. Is there anything you want to say that I haven't asked? Umesikia masahani. Yeah. No, this was such a great session. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Um you guys go and check out Barbara Nyambura. What's what's your handle? Let me see. 
Is there an underscore somewhere? Babra dot on TikTok. underscore on Instagram. Those are my 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 major platforms. This is okay. Small, so. Okay, now there is a link that will direct them to that other to, to, to my other for that yeah. platform. So yeah. when you decide to set up a premium account, tell us. We'll add that link on the description of this Absolutely. video or of this episode. <laughs> but for the simple fact that guys are willing to pay Edgar for a premium account. Mm -hmm. Then the question is, are you creating good enough content for guys to want to pay for it? Yeah. We hope that the people that watch you feel that way that they subscribe. Us guys will be will subscribe, but I can't talk about it. You see the way you go live and it's only you watching this person who's live. So you come on a video call. Anyway, you guys. Thank you for watching. My name is Sebastian. Ensure to like, share, and subscribe. If you're listening to this on a podcast platform, hit the follow button. If it's on YouTube, comment, subscribe, share, go on Instagram, follow Barbara. And we'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.